0: Well, welcome to The Truth Pulpit, my friends. It's a delight to have you join us as we air this brief series called A Jet Tour Through the Psalms. This is one of the favorite messages that I've ever preached from the pulpit, as it's an overview of all 150 psalms in a single message. God's Word is amazing for the way that it presents itself to our minds, and you're going to see that on today's podcast. But let me go a step further, my friends. If you're interested in digging even deeper into the Psalms, we have a separate podcast called Through the Psalms. And we go through all 150 Psalms, beginning at number one, ending at 150. We do that over about a three-year period on a weekly podcast and so if you're interested in the Psalms, I invite you to look for our separate podcast called Through the Psalms. You can find the link to subscribe to it at thetruthpulpit.com. That's thetruthpulpit.com, where you can find a link to our podcast titled Through the Psalms. I hope you'll join us as we study God's Word together. Here's what I want you to see for today. Today in this big overview that we're doing, this jet tour through the psalms. The righteous life will sometimes lead you through discouragement. Sometimes the righteous life is going to take you down into the valley where it's dry, where there's dirt
1: and sand, and there's not much sign of life. There are many psalms, but they all circle around to a recurring theme. Praise the Lord. For he is great, and he is good. And on that note, we welcome you once again to the Truth Pulpit with Don Green, founding pastor of Truth Community Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm Bill Wright, and as Don continues teaching God's people God's Word, he'll conclude a brief series titled A Jet Tour Through the Psalms. We've learned so far that the five major books within the 150 Psalms each contain an important takeaway— So we are to pursue righteousness, persevere through sorrow, and prevail over confusion. Don will give us the final two points on today's broadcast, and it all culminates in the word you heard a few seconds ago, praise. Have your Bible open to the Psalms as we join Pastor Don Green now in the Truth Pulpit. Watch this, verse 16 of Psalm 73.
0: He said, I, it was troublesome in my sight until I came into the sanctuary of God and then I perceived their end. What do you do when you see a wicked world succeeding? What do you do in your private life when you see things collapsing about you? How do you get through that with your spiritual course intact? You direct your mind to worship. You think, you stop, you step back, and you, you make a deliberate direction of your mind to go to the worship of God, to go to the praise of God, to get with the people of God in the Word of God, and that perspective is going to clarify things. He says, I was confused, but then I went to the sanctuary of God and then it all became clear. You go back. You go back to the realm of Psalm 1. Blessed are the righteous, not so the wicked. It's going to be okay. I'll just ride this storm out until the certain conclusion comes to pass and I will be undeterred. I will not shrink back in fear. I will not collapse in discouragement. I will stay the course. Remember, we said, you make a deliberate, conscious determination, I am going to pursue the righteous path. And when there are all kinds of exit, easy exit ramps bidding me to go off of this path, not me, no, you say, not, not, not me. Everyone else can do that. Everyone else can go away, not me. I'm going to stay right here. Because I believe that God blesses the righteous and He'll judge the wicked. I love His Word too much to turn away from it. I love the person the Word reveals too much to be disloyal. You see, beloved, what I, what I want you to see as we go through this jet tour of the Psalms, is when you see the great big picture, when you see the landscape from a big perspective, you've got to see that big perspective for it to inform the way that you approach day-to-day life. Don't interpret the big picture through what happens up and down day-to-day, hour-to-hour. That's gonna throw you into a tailspin that's really hard to get out of. When you step back and see these great principles That Psalms are pointing us to, you have the strength, the perspective you need to persevere, to be strong, to persevere through sorrow, to prevail over confusion. What's the outcome of that going to be? Psalm 89, the end of book three. Look to verse 52. Psalm 89, verse 52. As you prevail over confusion, What's the outcome? What's the hinge of book 3 to book 4? Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. So what you need to be seeing is that there's a pattern going on here. When I read the Psalms from start to finish and don't simply pick out one or two, Psalm 23 and Psalm 100 is my favorite. You know, they're short and I can kind of remember them and you'd neglect the rest of them. When you approach the Word of God in a serious way and you look through the sweep of what it's saying, it is pointing you, bringing you back, circling back again and again. The righteous one is one which causes you to praise God. Your personal loyalties, your heart affections are reinforced again and again, blessed be this God, praise God, oh, He's so good. And as we stand here at the end of book three about to step into book four what should be impressed on your mind is this is this all of life is a worshipful response to our redeemer the psalms the entirety of the bible calls you to worship God, to be faithful to Him through every aspect, every dimension of the human experience. Death and life, sickness and health, faithful friends, and your personal Judas. Nothing, nothing, nothing! Distracts the man or the woman of God from that single minded focus that says, My life exists to pursue, to worship this great God who has revealed himself in this great book wherein I find my delight day and night. And the more that the heavy waves pound against the lighthouse in the storm, the stronger the more certain, the more stable that lighthouse looks when the storm is over. The fog of confusion cleared away and the light was still shining. That's what you want your life to be as a believer in Christ. That's what your life must be as a believer in Christ. That's what Christ is worthy of. We see it even clearer on this side of the cross than the psalmist had. We can look back as it were and we see nails in the hands of our Redeemer. We see our sins placed on His shoulders and the stroke of God coming down on Him. Interceding on behalf of sinners so that we might be forgiven. Our substitute punished the weight of eternal punishment collapsed in time on His infinite soul. And we look at that and say, where else would I go? Of course, my loyalty is to Him and to His Word. And the other thing that I want to just say, beloved, every manner of Christian, every one of you, not just an elder, not just a pastor. You're meant to drink in these things deeply. You are intended to meditate on these things day and night. These things are to become precious to your soul. It's not just the one who stands on the platform and opens the Word. This is to be the shared common experience of the people of God. The Psalms are not the worship book for the pastor. It's a worship book for the people. This is your inheritance. This is your birthright, the spiritual experience that is described in the book of Psalms. Hallelujah! It's not for a priestly caste. It's not reserved for a group with silly hats on their heads. It's for the people of God who know His Son. And the outcome, beloved, is certain. You should feel an ever-growing sense of confidence and serenity as these things from Psalms dawn on your mind. God is great. God is good. So how do we keep on track? Well, let's go to the opening of Book 4. The opening of Book 4.4. How do you keep on that track, on that righteous path, Point number four, ponder your God. Ponder your God. Book four opens with Psalm 90, a prayer of Moses, the man of God. I think we've studied Psalm 90 here from this pulpit. I've taught it in the past. Moses wrote Psalm 90 near the end of the 40 years of wilderness wandering with the people of God. It had been a dry, dark time. And yet, here he is, still standing as a man of God. Chastened, yes. Still standing, yes. What is it that enables us to prevail over the confusion? Psalm 90, verse 1. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you gave birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. The Psalms are put together in a way that drives your focus to the eternal character of God. You can transcend confusion. You can transcend, persevere through sorrow when you no longer view it from a present earthly dimension, but you're anchored in the eternal vertical perspective of the fact that the God that you are pursuing, the God who gave His Word, is over time. He transcends time. He knows the end from the beginning because He declared it to be. You anchor in the greatness, the superlative, surpassing magnitude of God. And you dwell there. You sink your mind into His character. And Moses found strength in bleakness. And you can too. Just look up. Just look up. Where does that come out? Where does it leave us? Turn to the end of book 4. at Psalm 106, verse 47. Psalm 106, verse 47. Again, the way that these books are stitched together are meant to instruct us. The end of every book comes back to the praise of God. That is not an accident. There was a divine and human intention in that structure. Psalm 107, verse 47. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations to give thanks to Your holy name and glory in Your praise. Blessed be the God... There it is again. Can you believe it? Verse 48. Blessed be the Lord... Yahweh, blessed be the God of Israel from everlasting even to everlasting and let all the people say amen, praise the Lord. Every one of these books ends on that triumphant note of praise. Every one of them. So that as you go through, you're brought back again and again. You circle back. Praise the Lord. Psalm 41, praise the Lord. Psalm 72, praise the Lord. Psalm 89, praise the Lord. Psalm 106, praise the Lord. And now book 5 brings us full circle. Book 5 opening with Psalm 107. Let me review the points for you. Point number one. Pursue the righteous life. Then it unfolds what that's going to look like. Point number two, you persevere through sorrow. You prevail over confusion. You ponder your God. And where does that leave us? Where's the outcome of that? Point number five, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Focused on this God that Psalms walks us to and through, as it were, Psalm 107, verse 1. It's the start of Book 5. It's establishing a theme for what's left to come. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the adversary and gathered from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Every point of the compass, the people of God, the redeemed of the Lord, say, Amen. Say, Thank you, God. Say, Praise be to your name. God... Delivers his people. God is great! And God is good. And therefore, we will thank him. Therefore, we will praise him. Not simply in response to favorable circumstances, Can I get a moment of eye contact with all of you right now? Thank you. You don't even need to be a Christian to like favorable circumstances. Everybody wants favorable circumstances. When God gives them to us, that's great. But when He withdraws them for a time, our commitment to love and praise Him does not change because His character and His Word has not changed. I will praise Him in prosperity, I will praise Him in adversity. The commitment of everyone in this room who knows Christ should be, wherever you find me in my station of life, in the joy of the delivery room, in the stench of the deathbed, you will find me praising the Lord, for He is good, for He is great, for He delivers His people. He has been faithful to me from the beginning. He will be faithful to me in the end. And when my eyes open up in heaven, the multi splendor infinite magnitude of how good He is is only going to be beginning. Of course you'll find me praising the Lord. That's not just what the pastor should be saying, beloved. You get this, right? This is what should be in your heart too. Focused on God, we give Him thanks. Now, the way the book of Psalm ends is incredible. It's utterly incredible. We've seen that theme of praise woven through the way this book has been collected and presented to us and preserved for us through the ages. By the way, you want to, I want to step back. You, want to, you know what's cool? What's cool is not having good coffee on Sunday morning. That's not cool. That's stupid. Not that good coffee is stupid, but making that the focus of your Sunday morning, that's really silly. What's cool is the fact that as we go through this Word, that we are connecting with God's people from 3,500 years ago. We're talking about the same things that animated the greatest men of God millennia ago. They're the same things enduring today. That's what's awesome. Yeah. Not the fact that somebody put Starbucks in the budget. Why would you do Why? Why? What kind of earth-centered silliness Makes that the focus of the way you promote your church compared to the grandeur of what we've seen from Psalms today. I reject all of that. I condemn it all. Shame on them for trivializing this great God to that superficial level. Makes me want to get sick. I'm not gonna get sick, you know why? Because of the way the Psalms end. The Psalms end in an explosion of praise. Picture the best fireworks display that you've ever been to. The grand finale where it's just exploding, one colorful explosion after another simultaneously. Boom, 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 boom and you're just overwhelmed by the sight and the sound of the glory of this majestic explosion of fireworks on the night sky. That pales in comparison to what happens at the end of the book of Psalms. Psalms ends in a climactic crescendo of praise. And the praise of God is so magnificent that one psalm isn't enough. Two, three, four psalms aren't enough. Look at Psalm 146, and we're going to go through this really, really quickly. Just so that you get the feel of it. Psalm 146, verse 1. Be ready to strap in, and we're going to take off here, okay? Psalm 146, verse 1. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord while I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Verse 10. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations. Praise the Lord. Psalm 147, verse 1. Praise the Lord. It is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant and praise is becoming. Verse 20. He has not dealt thus with any nation. And as for His ordinances, they have not known them. Praise the Lord. Psalm 148, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His hosts. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all stars of light. Praise Him, highest heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord Psalm 148, verse 13. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for His name alone is exalted. His glory is above earth and heaven. Praise for all His godly ones, even the sons of Israel, a people near to Him. Praise the Lord. Psalm 149. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song and His praise in the congregation of the godly ones. Let Israel be glad in His Maker. Let the sons of Zion rejoice in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing. Let them sing praises with timbrel and lyre. Verse 9. This is an honor for all His godly ones. Praise the Lord. And Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty expanse. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with trumpet sound. Praise Him with harp and lyre. Praise Him with timbrel and dancing. Praise Him with stringed instruments and pipe. Praise Him with loud cymbals. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord! Boom, 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 boom! everywhere. The whole spiritual sky explodes with the fireworks of praising this great God. Nature joins with the nations. Trumpets, sound, cymbals ring. A chariot of fire carries us to heaven. God is great. God is good. He will bless us and we will praise Him. The goal of the Psalms is seen in its climax. Praise the Lord. The goal of the righteous life is seen in that same climax. Praise the Lord. The blessing is certain. The praise is eternal. Let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. Praise God. Let's pray. If you are still on the path of the wicked, come to Christ right now. And if you are a staggering pilgrim, take heart. The way of the righteous always ends in blessing. Lord, make us a people who pursue the righteous life, who persevere through sorrow, who prevail over confusion, who ponder our God, and who praise the Lord. We honor you and we worship you. In Christ's name, Amen.
1: Pondering God and then praising Him. It's your daily to-do list boiled down to the simplest terms. Well, we hope you'll return often to the Psalms to get a healthy dose of encouragement and perspective. Pastor Don Green will start another edifying series next time here on The Truth Pulpit, and we hope you'll plan now to be with us. Right now, though, Don's back here in studio with us, and Don, a psalm day may not keep the doctor away as far as physical health goes, but for spiritual well-being, you couldn't do much better, could you? Well,
0: my friend Bill is exactly right. The Psalms are of immense spiritual value to us in our Christian lives. That's why we're teaching through them systematically on Tuesday nights at our church. We would love for you to join us in person if you're close by or over our live stream on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can join us as we study the Psalms, one each night, week by week, on Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m.
1: Here's Bill to help you find us. Thanks, Don. And friend, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's message, you can listen again at your convenience when you visit us at thetruthpulpit.com. While there, you can also find out more about Truth Community Church. Again, that's all at thetruthpulpit.com. Well, we thank you for listening. I'm Bill Wright. We'll see you next time as Don Green continues teaching God's people God's Word here on The Truth Pulpit.